This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome to the brand new 100% LCFC podcast. This is episode four. I'm Lee Chapman. Give me a follow at Lee underscore Chappie on Twitter and on Instagram. And also give 100% LCFC a follow on Facebook at 100LCFC and also on Twitter at 100LCFC. This podcast is brought to you by our sponsors at ADT Taxes, Peter's Pizziera and Everard's Tiger. And don't forget to visit LeicesterFanTV.com for all things foxes, riders and tigers. Again, some surge this. Pull the cross, that's it, what a Coming off of the weekend with a loss against Everton at home on Saturday, it seems like Leicester's men just we, we don't do half measures. It's you know it seems to be all or nothing. Um, but the, the the small sides we you know we put them to bed, and the big sides we seem to struggle with. And I believe the Saturday was the team to beat Everton. I think the owners are aiming to be Everton. In terms of being an established top side, Everton are going nowhere. They are here to stay. They've been in the top 10 for countless amount of years now, always pushing for European football. And they've got a, you know, a local fan base you know, from Liverpool at the end of the day. And I think that's what the owners want for the club. So coming back off the, uh, off the weekend with a 2-1 loss, I'm going to break down the game. Now, Pule picked the side that beat Newcastle with Jamie Vardy up front and Inacio behind him, Madison and Pereira and Ndidi and Mendy behind those two as well, 
with four at the back with Amate and Chilwell and Morgan and, and Maguire at the back and Casper in goal. I thought we was going to be, you know, I thought at home, I thought we was going to do this with the stats that I was talking about in the last show. But it wasn't to be. Uh, Sigerson absolutely bossed the middle for Everton and they just looked good on, on the counter all the time. And, and that Bernard and Walcott with pace going down the sides, especially on the on the left side. And Marty struggled, Mendy struggled to deal with anything and a goal was always going to come. And it came from the man that I thought was going to score on episode three of the podcast, Bernard. I mean, fair enough, he didn't score himself, but he definitely created the goal, and it was Rickerlison that, that put it away in only, what, under 10 minutes it was. Now, Daniel Amati looked uncomfortable again. Uh, he's actually a midfielder, and Puel has turned him into a right-back. I have no idea why Danny Simpson is still, you know, been disregarded in, in that respect, because he owns that position over Daniel Amati for me. But uh, Amati was booked... I think, in the first 10. And Morgan was also booked in the first half. Now, we'll go on to Morgan in a minute. And Marty had some dreadful moments, right? You know, he, he just... <laughs> at times, he looked like a post standing in the middle of the pitch and people just running rings around him. You know, in recent games, he's helped provide stability, but uh, man, oh man, he just looked way, way out of it. And... You know, I think the Everton boss, Silva, Marco Silva, seen that, and that's that's where the goal come from, that side. that's the, That was the side that it could be exploited, and that's what happened, you know. Like I said, Bernard just ripped us apart, and the goal came. Now, Kasper Schmeichel came off his line, and it was a... To be, to be fair, it was a bit of a gamble, and it didn't pay off, you know. That's what happens as a goalkeeper if you come off your line. It's going to cost you. Did would Danny Award done that? I don't know. But Casper's starting to look ropey at the back in terms of clearing the box and you know controlling his area. I always get a little bit worried when he comes out. Some of his kicking as well has been not the best this season as well. So I don't know if Danny Ward's going to get a, a chance this season to you know to overshadow Casper. But you know what we've seen of Danny Ward, he has looked pretty decent you know I know it was only a league cup game but I'd give the guy a go now by all means I am not saying Kasper Schmeichel's rubbish in any kind of way in fact he's one of the best goalkeepers we've ever had at the club but let's give Danny Ward a shot because I think he deserves it now in the background I think you might have just heard Jamie Vardy missing a, a header or maybe a shot one-on-one um he put it completely wide on on both. He put it put him wide, and I think he's missed his chances on Saturday, and that's also cost us big time. Because in the Premier League, you miss your chances, it's game over. You've got to put your chances away, and Vardy did not look as sharp as he usually does. You no, know, Vardy's game is usually deadly. You know, he outpaces defenders, and he usually scores one on ones. But he poked this well wide. I also think Madison was very quiet this game, and I think that's probably a reason why he did get subbed off in the 78th minute. My prediction was Madison to score first and to absolutely boss the midfield, but I think Sigerson absolutely annihilated the position and, in fact, tore Madison apart in the second half, nearer to the end of the game, when Everton got the winner. Mind you, that was an insane goal. 
uh, you know, I put my head, hands up to that, hands up to that. That was an outstanding goal. He's turned, he's looked up, he's and he's just top bins. And it was a fantastic goal. So fair play. We lost on a cracking goal, but there's blame. There's always a blame, and a lot of the fans are blaming pure, pure, pure. But I'm sorry, but I think I'm going to put this one down to a little bit of Wes Morgan. And Vardy for not finishing, you know, those chances. If Vardy put those chances away, the game's been put to bed. But Morgan being red carded in the second half. Now, Morgan was yellow carded on the 42nd minute, I think, in the first half. He always looked like he was going to. He always looked like he was going to come off, right? And that's exactly what happened. He got to the halfway line and brought... Brought, brought a play down at the halfway line. Why does he doesn't need to make challenges like that at the halfway line, you know? And he deserved to go. He he put his hands on his hips. He knew he'd made a mistake, and that's what cost us. Anyway, here's the goal by Ricardo Pereira. Now I normally moan about every Leicester player be in the box at corners defending. It don't make sense. It really doesn't. You should have at least one man up top, Jamie Vardy, right? But for some reason. Pure likes to play from the back. Now I moan and moan and moan about this, but this is where the game goal came from. Great play by Pereira, by the way. Played a lovely one-two. He's got the ball on the edge of the box. He's running. <laughs> he took one player on, dropped his shoulder, took another shot. It's gone in, and. Crowd went mad. Now, in terms of refereeing in this game, there seemed to be a lot of unnoticed challenge going on with Everton's players on Leicester. I think there should have been definitely a few cards shown. Uh, in fact, there was one uh, where Fear Walcott practically dived down. And, you know, it, it went down in the box. Now, the ref said no, it wasn't a peno. So, if it wasn't a penalty, then why hasn't it been booked for, for diving, for simulation? It didn't make sense. Jamie Vardy got annihilated by a tackle um, from behind. And you'll probably hear the fans in the background now because I recorded some footage and stuff. Um, and it was it was bad. It was bad. It's nearly as bad, if not worse, than the one that he got red carded for himself only a couple of months ago. So there was a few instances where, you know, inconsistent inconsistency with the refereeing played a part now believe it or not Leicester did actually once bid 40 million pound for Sigerson and <laughs> he definitely demonstrated why uh, Leicester wanted him at 40 mil you know it was 25 30 yards out uh, he did a Cruyff turn on James Madison and put the game to bed with probably one of the best 
goals I've seen down the ground since the Jamie Vardy one with the Mares pass from you know from the defending area against Liverpool. So it was it was a worldie. Uh, if you haven't seen it, make sure you watch it because it really was a worldie. Now the stats between Everton and Leicester are very tight, both evenly matched sides, and in these moments, in these games, you know these are the ones that decide the outcome of of where you're going to be in the table. Now we are still sitting above Everton, but it's a very close one between these two, and I feel that this is, like I said, where Leicester want to be, uh, an Everton side, a, a established Premier League side, because we're not safe yet. We are not. We are not safe yet. You know, I'm not saying we're going down. I'm just saying we're not safe yet. So that's it. Well, I don't know where we are. I don't know if we're European level or. Are we bottom of the table level or what? Who knows? Because at the minute we are up and down. One minute we're playing amazing and ripping some of the not so great sides. And then we're getting beat by the sides that are close to us that we need to beat. So I'm not sure. Time will tell. However, with 10 men against Everton after Wes Morgan got sent off, it was just it was a matter of time you know before they scored and and that's exactly what happened you know after the goal went in we just went so quiet so we had to get them back up so as you can hear start getting everyone roaring again <laughs> now I sit in the cop at the King Power Stadium and uh, we we do try to get as rowdy as possible you know and we were 2-1 down with 10 men so we had to do something so we shouted as much as we could we screamed as much as we could And Pure went all out for it in the end, you know, brought all Brighton on. And Okazaka came on. And the very, very close to the near end of the game, um, we had a corner and Daniel Amati missed a sitting head, which would have levelled us and got a, a cheeky point of where we probably didn't deserve a point. But he missed, you know, he missed from less than five yards. It's just mad. You know, I was talking about Harry Maguire getting in the box and looking deadly, and I didn't even see that. I didn't even see that on Saturday. I just don't know what team turned up, but it wasn't the Leicester that played against Newcastle. It really wasn't. We just fell short, and that's where the result led. Um, we've got West Ham at home. Uh, which is next the next game which is October the 27th or 28th or something like that and that's a half past five kickoff because we've got the international break now uh, James Madison's up for an award on the 12th of October so I'll definitely do a podcast on that if he especially if he wins but thanks for listening guys just remember to follow me at Lee underscore Chappie on Twitter and on Instagram and follow 100% LCFC on Facebook and Twitter at 100 LCFC 
Visit LeicesterFanTV.com for everything foxes and everything tigers and riders. We cover the cricket as well if you're into the cricket. That's LeicesterFanTV.com. And check my YouTube channel out, Lee S. Chap. Type Lee S. Chap in, in in YouTube and I'll pop up. Subscribe to that as well. I'm going to do some more content for that soon as well. And I'm live on 100% LCFC on Facebook on Wednesday nights at 8pm. There's also a show tonight, uh, Monday nights at half past 8 on 100% LCFC on Facebook. That's live with Phil Holloway and the gang. There's also a show on a Sunday morning by Jamie from all the way out in Alcudia at the Fox's Arms. It's a Leicester dedicated pub in Alcudia. Check that one out as well. So don't forget to follow me and listen to the rest of the podcast that I've already done. This is episode four. I'll do another one in the week as well and talk about what's coming up. Thanks for listening, guys, and I'll check you out on the next episode. Cheers. Some surge this, pulled across the three, pulled to days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com botox cosmetic out botulinum toxin a fda approved for over 20 years so talk to your specialist to see if botox cosmetic is right for you for full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.